Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Wheels on the Bus. And today we'll be discussing where in our book of choice resilience occurs and what it takes to possess this quality. Before we get into this episode, hi, I'm your host Joe, and I will be speaking with two of my schoolmates and good friends from a social distance, Jasmine and Desilie. Hello. Hi. Our novel of focus for this four-part series is The 57 Bus by Dashka Slater. So far in our book, we are we have two main characters, Sasha and Richard. Sasha uses they them pronouns, has a very supportive friend group, and is on the Asperger spectrum. Richard lives in a pretty shifty community, but he's fairly happy and seeks help with his grades from his attendance attorney, or counselor, I mean. Um, after the first half of the book, there's a little spike in plot, and we're told the story of how Richard lit Sasha's skirt on fire. We're given an idea of the severity of the burns and the jailing of Richard. Now, in this past week's reading, we are given an an idea of Sasha's recovery and what Richard's trial is going to look like. Now that we have an idea of what's happened so far in the first 75% of this book, let's get into the definitions, personal experiences, and qualities of resilience. Why don't we get into some definitions right away? Des, what's your definition of resilience? So a definition I found is the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. And that was from the American Psychological Association. I found one definition from Merriam-Webster, and it is an ability to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. So now that we know what um, resilience is, where in our novel have some characters experienced it? Are they resilient or not? Okay, um, in the book, Sasha uh, showed resilience because they're uh, a victim of a hate crime and they had to um, like, have a lot of surgeries done and they had to like heal through this process but throughout it all they still like kept on being strong and like focusing on their future um we have a quote and it says uh sasha returned to school in december on the first monday after thanksgiving break which is on page 205 and that shows that they're truly resilient because they they still continue to go to school shortly after their injury yeah like if you were in that situation, would you be in school a month later? Probably not. I'd probably yeah. like try not to go to school for a very long time. Yeah, it'd take me yeah. a, a lot longer than just one month to get back into the swing of things, but I guess I'm not as resilient as Sasha. <laughs> I, I guess uh, another, uh, this is like off script, but another part in the book when Sasha's resilient is later um one of the people who helped save them is came to their like house and they're like sasha and their family and that person is all they're all joking around about it and like that that sasha's able to joke around about that now kind of shows that like though it was a traumatic event and uh they're like you know kind of suffering that they are also being resilient i noticed that too 
Like, I thought, like, you're already laughing about this, and this happened, like, three weeks ago? Okay. Let's look at Richard. At that point, I still be in bed crying. <laughs> yeah. Let's look at Richard now. So, he went through his tough circumstances, and he committed a hate crime. He got incarcerated, and he regrets his decision, and he fears for the future. But what doesn't make him resilient is that he doesn't adjust to his imprisonment because he feels like his charges were not justified. This was um, a letter to Sasha that he wrote, and it says, quote, I accept the first charge, but the hate crime is wrong. And that was on page 185. And then he goes on to say how he can't possibly be homophobic because he has homosexual friends, which is not a correct way of thinking. And what he did in, in early in the book, didn't he literally say he's homophobic? So this is him contradicting himself. Yes. <laughs> and so he's saying a wrong mindset. And um, let's see, he isn't. He thinks that his charges are wrong. So he thinks that he should be free because of that. When. He's not really adjusting well to imprisonment. He's kind of in denial about what he did when he did do it. And so he's not resilient in my terms. Do you guys think he's resilient? No, no. I, I could not find any instance where he was resilient. I couldn't really either. Like maybe like it could count that like his school was pretty resilient because he, he went to prison for this terrible thing and they bounced back with their no hate movement and i thought that was really powerful that they all got together and let they made sure that and even sorry go ahead they made sure that that one person didn't define their school and like yeah and <laughs> <laughs> why don't you go next um and even like richard's richard's friend and uh com- Caprice, the uh, attendance uh, counselor, like they even showed resilience by having a little meeting to get over, like not get over their feelings, but address their feelings about Richard being charged. Yeah. And they kind of accepted it. And even he hasn't yet. And like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but like it kind of ties to our school, like how last year there was this pretty um, bad thing that happened that I'm not going to mention, but Mr. Grower, when you're listening to this, I think you know what. And we all got together <laughs> and made sure that it didn't define us. And I, I kind of related to that. So let's look at Richard's mom now. She deals with her son's mistake and is grieving. And she feels terrible and believes that it's all in God's plan. And she prepares for change. And that means she's resilient. So, Jasmine, why don't you say the quote that you have for this? Well, I have, like, three different quotes, because I didn't, like... Whatever. I'm just going to read them. That's okay. So, <laughs> the first one I found was on page 181, where it was, Richard's family scraped the money together to hire a private attorney. I thought that this showed that his mom was resilient, because, A, she scraped the money together to get an attorney, even. But she was also, like, prepared to not even, like, maybe necessarily, like... Um, accept the charges but like um, she was prepared to like fight them even maybe if that makes sense yeah uh, the next quote I found was on page 167 where Richard had hurt somebody really hurt them someone who hadn't done anything to anyone um, 
I thought this was resilient of her because she was willing to admit that her son had done something wrong to someone and like he deserved to be like punished for it. She may not have said that directly, but I think later in the book she kind of does. But and I think that's part of resilience is that you have to be accepting and she is accepting of her son did something bad. Now he's going to face the consequences. Yeah. Do you have one more? Well, I... Oh, I... Go ahead, (laughs) I also have a a quote which um, kind of shows that Richard's mom was trying to keep her positivity throughout the whole thing. And it's, her face was bright, eager, confident. She knew it would turn out okay, which was on page 202. And I think we've discussed in our class reading that, like, having that positive mindset isn't always the safest route to go because it can lead to disappointment. But I think she's trying to be optimistic, yet she knows that, like, this could go very wrong, but it's all in God's plan. So I kind of read that passage as her being like, whatever happens is is what's, like, meant to happen, and and it'll be okay. Like, she'll figure it out from there what to, like, do with Richard. Yeah. It's almost like that kind of, like, it is what it is kind of mindset, I feel. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good connection. How about we move on to resilience in our personal experiences? So I'll start off. So um, an example where we all had to be resilient was when we switched to online learning. We all had to use what resources we have to quickly adapt to and make the best of an adverse situation. And I think we discussed in our class reading that's called bricolage and basically we're using what we have to make I'm repeating myself, but like, you use what you have, and we are given computers to learn. And even though that's not the easiest or best scenario, we made it work. Des, what's your example? Okay, so I, through my own personal experience, I define resilience as being able to continue living without letting whatever happened affect you to an extreme degree. Um, For example, in my personal life, I could say the entire amount of trauma that I explained in one of our past episodes, but my specific example here is um, how I watched family members of mine uh, attempt suicide, and that doesn't really affect um, how I live now. I don't think about it often, and it, 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 like, it just, it didn't impact me, and then I have another, like, example, but it's on the um, opposite end of the spectrum end of the spectrum which is like it's a bad example this this changed me and I wasn't resilient through the through the process which is um when I was homeless which happened to me a number of times um in the past I it led to me having this really bad problem affording things that I really don't need so for example I I now cling on to things like old clothes and like a, a, a crap ton of blankets and like a bunch of stationery just in case I might not have it in the future so would you say that those experiences that you've had earlier in life have changed you to be able to move on from things that you would think as less relevant quicker quicker? I I feel like um some of them like made me stronger or more resilient to a certain point but some things like it, it kind of made me both stronger and weaker if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm less prone to like breakdown if there's things that most people would say hurt them emotionally but yeah I'm I'm also like if certain things happen I'm also way more prone to 
just not like you know survive through it and um that like shows throughout like my you know past issues with self-harm sure sure <laughs> i don't mean to downplay you but like we, we do have a little, no, no, we, we have a little bit of a time limit you said it in a, if it's chill jasmine do you have an um an experience of resilience i mean not really because like there are things that like have happened to me but like i still feel like i revel in them and i like sit here and think about them and worry about them so i haven't really like just go ahead sorry do you mind do you mind if i say something go ahead i feel like you were pretty resilient through the uh the finding out of your father's cancer weren't you i mean yeah i was there even if you don't get yourself and finding your um, gender identity, I feel like you definitely showed resilience there because that's a hard thing that many people struggle with, and you were definitely strong throughout that. And even if you, you need to give yourself more credit. Even if you don't define yourself as resilient, that still adds to the overall definition that not everybody is, and that's an okay thing. Yeah. So, in what ways are the characters in our story showing or not showing the qualities of resilience? So, let's first cover Sasha. So, first thing first, they recovered quickly and they just wanted things to go back to normal. I have a quote on page 206. It says that, quote, I don't think Sasha wanted to be around their friends, thinking, I'm talking to a famous person, or I'm talking to somebody that something horrible happened to. They just wanted things to go to be normal. End quote. So this is like a really powerful thing that like they didn't want fame from it. They didn't want to be known. They just wanted to be with their friends again. And they wanted that to happen right away. And I think that's a really good quality of resilience. I see someone else had another quote. Um, I can read it. Um, so this this kind of shows Sasha not being as resilient, and it's uh, this is a quote. Michael noticed that his friend was quieter than they they'd been before, a little more inward. But overall, Sasha seemed okay. Um, Sasha was obviously changed throughout the the burning process, and because of that. They kind of quieted down and toned down their personality. So I think that's just the trauma that's still affecting them. But I think what really counts is that they're trying to move. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, how about Richard? Jasmine, how about you talk about why he does not fit the qualities of resilient? Alright, well, I found one quote that I feel like kind of, like, fits this, and we brought this up earlier. It was on page 185 where he, um, like, says that he doesn't accept the hate crime charge that he was facing. And I feel like this doesn't show resilience because he's, like, not fully really willing to accept, like, what he did. So, um, yeah. You, you can't move on from something you don't accept. Yes. Which is not resilient. Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact with Joe. With Joe. A new segment coming today. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Richard's mom. 
she fits the qualities of resilience because she's understanding of the depth and seriousness of what her son did and she's ready to accept whatever punishment he will receive but she's still trying to remain hopeful quote she knew it would turn out okay page 202 Is it a given that experiencing trauma, tragedy, or adversity will yield resilience? I want you guys to answer this. I don't okay, think so. so. Um, Sorry, Deska. It's definitely not. No, I was about to say the same thing. It's definitely not a guaranteed. And why is that? Because even though you uh, endure these hardships, it doesn't mean you're gonna bounce back immediately. You, you, a lot of people struggle, and that's just that's normal. So my question is, what makes these people resilient? Like, why can't everyone be resilient? Like, what do they have that everyone else doesn't? Right. One's personality and circumstances depend on their ability to be resilient. So, like, somebody's personality could, like, help them be resilient. I think a lot of more people can be inward, and because they don't have, like, someone to confide in, they're kind of stuck with themselves. And I'm not saying that a quiet person can't be resilient, but I think it's harder when you're not generally an outgoing person because outgoing people want to move 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 not necessarily but i i don't know i feel like i feel like part of that is um quieter people tend not to not have as large of like support groups and i feel like resilience um definitely had like large support groups definitely have an impact on someone's resilience because it could be harder to get through something when you're all on your own and so like instances of this is um sasha had the entire nation on their back like they had letters coming in flowers coming in um cards coming in all this stuff and like it just made them feel really appreciated and loved and i think that's what helped them move forward and in um richard's mom's case she had her siblings and her cousins all help her and be there for her when she was like going through this even though it was her son. So we have some examples of how, um, some examples of where in the novel, people who are experiencing trauma, tragedy, or adversity don't yield resilience. And this is from Sasha's friends. Healy, how are you feeling? Michael, a lot better. Taking a day off was a good idea. Healy, that's good. Getting to talk to them helps me, but I'm still kind of dying. Page 159. So Sasha's close friends, they saw um, them going through something terrible, and that was traumatic for them. And the whole situation never really sat right with them. And so it's hard for them to get over the fact and just kind of forget that Sasha endured a hate crime. And in Richard's experience, 
um, him being in prison is traumatic for him because like it's new for him he's scared and it could change his whole life but he doesn't completely de- um, possess resilience as we've discussed above we have some real life examples of trauma tragedy and adversity never or not leading to resilience so my example was 9-11 it was a tragedy and it opened a scar in our nation that will never quite heal a lot of people died on that day and the thought of it still brings a lot of people pain and it's been a long and painful recovery process that people aren't gonna fully heal from and it's not gonna be quickly moved on from what's your example Dex? so my example was that like which we discussed earlier but we discussed like the resilience side of it which is online school has caused many people to struggle academically even though they may have succeeded previously and that kind of ties into the whole pandemic of the coronavirus because a lot of people will probably well yes uh like yield resilience but a lot of people also fail to like be strong throughout this and so that brings us to the question we've discussed this a little bit earlier but what does it take to be resilient and what makes resilience possible so we've talked about how having a support group is kind of needed and but some qualities that resilient people have is their ability to bounce back by understanding the cause of their pain recognizing how they feel and having the ability to move forward so how is this possible like we said it's our almost biological need to recover in order to survive and being in support groups and loving people definitely help that so in the real world some character or some character examples um resilience helps people grieve in healthy ways move forward from traumatic experiences um without like suffering for a long amount of time or healing mentally from a traumatic event like in sasha's case when they got attacked So in conclusion, resilience is a rare trait designed to help us move forward. Tune in next time for the final part of this series, where we will be talking about resilience. Or I mean, we will be talking about our essential question, which is, to what extent do trauma, tragedy, and adversity affect resilience? Thank you, Jasmine and Des, for speaking with me, and thank you for listening. Have a nice day.